0: New Light Radio Drama presents a series of interviews from the Promesa Promosota team. Get to know the artists behind our first radio drama. And don't forget to make a donation to support future work. You can Venmo us at New Light Theatre Project or become a donor at patreon.com slash newlighttheaterproject.
1: Hello everyone, my name is Owen Panettiere. I am a core member of New Light Theatre Project and also a resident playwright there. Uh, we are here today with Bertha Leal, who plays Issa in New Light Radio Drama's first production of Promesa, Promesota, written by Gamma Valle, directed by Caitlin Page Longoria. Uh, Bertha, it's so good to talk to you.
0: It's so great to talk to you. You have such a soothing voice for radio, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> I could listen to you all day.
1: You know, it's interesting. One of the things, I'll, I'll get to it later, but... um. One of the things I I wanted to talk to you about is, is hearing yourself as, as an Uh, actor. So uh, we will, we will get to that in a little bit. But before we start, I just wanted to ask, where are you? Where are you right now? Uh, Can you let us know uh, how you're doing?
0: I am in New York in my apartment talking to you.
1: <laughs> have <laughs> you have you been in New York the entire time for since we've been at stay at home or were you able to leave at all, see any family or anything like that? Yeah,
0: I was able to leave to Miami for a little bit. Um, I think living in New York during the pandemic has been tough because you're in a two by four <laughs> kind of square space. And then at the beginning of the pandemic, I was really scared to go and see family just because it was a bit unnerving to get in a plane, to be surrounded by people, to mistakenly or, or, you know, take something down there. My mom is older. So I just, I was a little scared. And then it got to a point that it's like, oh, this is not going anywhere. This is not going to be the two weeks that we thought we were going to be at home. So yeah, I decided to go down and it was nice. She has a backyard. So I was able to... (laughs) sit out in the sun and yeah, it was needed.
1: That's great. Yeah. You know, one thing that we have all been dealing with uh, as artists is sort of adapting to this new environment where a lot of our venues for performance and our ways of performance have been shut down for uh, months at a time right now. And we are all trying to meet the challenge of how, how do we create and how do we represent as artists uh, during this time? And that's one thing that I find really exciting about the radio plays that New Light is doing. It's a, it's a great way for writers to continue to write and actors to continue to perform. I know that you, you and I go back a ways. We've known each other and worked on a lot of different projects together uh, over the years, which has been wonderful. You starred in one of my plays for New Light Meaningful Conversation. And that was, that was a great experience. You know, I don't know that I often tell you this, but I just think you are so um, fascinating as an actress. You really capture my imagination. I think that you have a wonderful commitment to an ensemble and you also, you bring so much of yourself to your work, but there's also this element of mystery to what you are thinking or what your character is going through, which I find so compelling to to watch. And also, you know, we have worked together on a few radio spots in the past as well. So I know that you have experience as a voiceover artist. And I, I was hoping you could talk a little bit about that experience. Because when I watch you on stage, like I, I see all that's going through your mind. And it, it's so great. But I also can hear it in your voice when it's just voice work so what is that experience like for you I think it's completely
0: different for me because I tend to shy away from doing too much when I'm filming something or recording something rather for radio or when I'm not seeing like my face you can't see my face so I, I tend to shy away and I've been asked to <laughs> by other directors you could say that I've worked with in a recording They've always asked me to kind of be give more emotion, be more dramatic, put more into it, and I just like shy away from it because I think it sounds melodramatic whereas on the stage you have your eyebrows and your eyes and your mouth and you know your hands and your your whole body can tell a different story than what you're actually saying. So I find radio to be a bit more challenging in so that you are almost stripped from those other tools. So you just have your voice and hope and pray that that carries the story itself. I mean, theater is an auditory art. So it's really about what you're saying, but it's also visual art. And I think the challenge for me is doing that with just my voice. You were asking before if we like hearing ourselves and I hate it. I hate hearing myself. I hate watching myself so I think theater kind of also has that that it gives you the freedom to not have to watch yourself back
1: I I think it's interesting you know because a lot of actors don't like watching themselves for stage actors you know we don't really get that experience you know it's it's alive in the room and you know whatever you did is done and you don't have to to watch it again you know screen and uh, for TV and film actors, you know, some of them are very... You don't have to be
0: tortured by every wrong thing that yes. you thought you did in your performance.
1: Yes. And so similarly, personally, I don't like hearing my speaking voice. So I'm sure when I hear right. that back, it's going to make me cringe however I sound. <laughs> um, I don't mind my singing voice. I can listen to myself sing, but I can't listen Aww. to myself speak. Are you okay listening to yourself sing? Or do you have a...
0: Oh, No. I don't think anybody's ever okay with listening to me sing live or (laughs) recorded. I mean, I will be.
1: (laughs) That's not true. I'm sure.
0: (laughs) No, I can't. I'm always off key, but I do enjoy it. That's one thing. It's never stopped me from being very enthusiastic about singing.
1: Well, you know, (laughs) I was super happy to hear that you were involved in this project how did you how did you get involved with it how did you get brought into the project
0: i got a text from bethany who's also a member we love her she was in meaningful conversations and she's like hey we're doing this thing are you interested can i give them your name and <laughs> i was like yeah i'm not doing anything i'm literally just home <laughs> so she put us in contact and then caitlin reached out and we made magic happen
1: yes definitely well i i think you do uh, Incredible voice work in "Promesa Promesota." Can you uh, talk to us a little bit about what that phrase means for people who haven't yet listened to the radio play? What does that What does that phrase mean?
0: "Promesa Promesota" means promise, big
1: promise. And what what does that mean in context of the of the play? What how does that matter to your character, Isa?
0: Isa uses it with her brother to kind of make sure that he means what he's saying it's kind of like saying for how some people say bible it's like they really mean it so that's their way of saying you know you're going to follow through with it okay then I know you're serious I know you mean it
1: It's great and so what was the what was the recording process like for the radio play um did you guys get to rehearse did you get to rehearse together what was your rehearsal process like
0: well, we got really lucky with Caitlin because she had us rehearse through Zoom. we had uh, a rehearsal and then even in the recording we were recording with each other on Zoom. So it wasn't an artificial reaction that we were having the two actors to each other, but rather in real time, which I thought was really helpful because again, going back to that feeling overdramatic with my <laughs> with my voice, it was nice to just react in real time with other actor.
1: So tell me a little bit about your character, Issa. What what is going on for her in the play?
0: So Issa is the older sister, at this point, concerned for her uh, younger brother who suffers from mental health, just anxiety, depression. There's history in the family of depression. And she's seeing her little brother kind of spiral into this episode. And I think she just barges in and wants to fix it and wants to make it better without the real understanding of that she can't make it better that it is more complex than that and she's just trying to save her little brother from or rather shield her little brother from the thing that is almost inescapable for him so that's when I connected to her that motherly nature and wanting to make it better but not maybe having the best tools to do that
1: do you like Doing short pieces like this, I, I imagine it's challenging because you have a small amount of time to create a fully realized character.
0: Yeah, it was challenging, and it was also fun. We did it in like two days, I think, uh, maybe pickups a third day or something like that. But it was actually a really interesting character, and one that it wasn't very far away from my own experience in the sense of I understood what that family dynamic is and just being a concerned older sister. So it was as challenging as it felt familiar as well. So it was, it was just fun.
1: Do we know if this is just the beginning or there, is there a post? I felt like it was an, it was a wonderful scene, but I also felt like there was the possibility of exploring more with these characters in these worlds. Is there any hints that you can give us if if we might see them again?
0: I, I actually don't know if this is, gamma's intention to make it bigger or if it comes from a from a much larger piece or if he wants to develop it into something more extensive but my understanding was that it was just this short moment this piece in these two characters lives
1: did you get to hear any of the music or soundscape when you were recording or was that all the surprise to you when you the finished project
0: yeah that was all a surprise we were just filming our own parts and then I believe that Fernando went on and and did his own voiceovers separately so it was nice to see it all come together as a final as a final product
1: do you have anything else coming up that we should know about any Instagram shows or (laughs) Anything else that you're hosting or that you like to promote?
0: I don't at the moment. I, like every actor, I always have auditions to look forward to, but nothing concrete as of yet to say. I I am working on this project that I'm really excited about, but again, it's nothing finished yet. But we're trying to pick it up again based on this web series that I did with my best friend years and years ago, shot on an iPhone, very guerrilla style. And, you know, the, the project is something that we've always talked about throughout the years and we're deciding to pick it up again. But other than that, there's really nothing to plug and I wish I did have something.
1: No, I always, I always love hearing you perform. I think you are such a talented actress. Thank
0: you, Owen. Yeah.
1: So thank you all for listening. Uh, be sure to give Promesa Promesota a listen today if you haven't. And even if you have, go back and explore a, a wonderful story. Thank you for joining us, Bertha.
0: Thank you, Thank you for tuning in to New Light Radio Drama. This interview was brought to you by Owen Penetieri and Bertha Liao, Edited by William Phelps. Music by Andy Evan Cohen. And produced by New Light Theatre Project.